0: On Real Adventures, it's time to get all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy.
1: Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's time for All Aboard. Thanks to Dometic CIB26 Cooler Bag. Keep food and drinks cool on your adventures. Our special guest this morning is John Bear Willis, one of Australia's most respected fishing and boating journalist. He's also been doing a bit of a uh, a boat reno at the moment for Spooled Magazine and obviously writes and appears throughout plenty of videos for Club Marine. Good morning, Bear.
0: Good morning, boys. How are we
1: going? I don't believe what Patrick said. What's that? He's getting <laughs> his hands dirty. He's building a boat,
2: the bear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patty obviously doesn't know me too well, mate. I've been a boat builder since 1977. <laughs> 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 when were you born, boys? Yeah, I won't talk about slightly that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. There we go. It's all good. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, I am a boat builder, mate, and I still keep my hand in by doing project boats. So a lot of people know the uh, old trader boat um, and trundler boat boats. So I did the old 19R, I was pretty much leading the way there in uh, Haynes Hunters going back many years ago with uh, wave breakers and uh, big horsepower and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I've done a number of projects, I've got two on the go at the moment, I've got my own Haynes Hunter 580SL that they're doing as well, um, actually three on the go, I've got about 110 year old old uh, clinker that I'm still doing up and have been since 2004, <laughs> but more importantly for the magazines I'm doing, uh, for the full magazine at the moment I'm doing the uh, Craft 490, which is Actually, a bit different. There's been a lot of fiberglass boats done and timber boats for that matter, but uh, there haven't been too many older aluminium boats uh, revamped by any way, shape or form. So uh, I'm pretty excited by it. It's a little bit different. I can't get as much hands on myself as I normally like to, but uh, learning a lot about aluminium as we go.
1: John, there's a fair difference between working with a Haynes Hunter, which is like the classic car versus an an older Staby Craft, which... Let's be frank. They're not the most beautiful-looking boats, but with how you've done it to its wave-breaker design, it looks sensational. Just talk us through the differences between, obviously, repairing and restoring fiberglass versus aluminium. It has It is more difficult, as you said. You're not able to do as much if you want it done properly.
0: And, and that'd be the big one. There's no doubt about it. And let's start from the very, very start. I mean, am I allowed to say bugly on Elf on Air? Because that's exactly <laughs> That's exactly what it was. This boat was just the ugliest boat of all time. And if you remember back to, uh, you know, the uh, the 1990s uh, and even into the 2000s, everybody looked at uh, at Stabby Grant's boats and went, my God, they're the ugliest boats of all time. They might be a beautiful build, but by God, they are ugly. Um, and I think this is one, I reckon it takes the cake. I reckon this is the ugly of the ugly, and we've turned it into, uh, the beautiful swan from the Angry Duckling, I think. It's uh, <laughs> come up beautiful. But uh, modern, modernised it a lot. So, uh, to do the job properly with this one, instead of doing all the sanding and things that we do with fiberglass boats, cutting, grinding, sanding, and all the rest of it, which is where you start off, with aluminium, we basically had to uh, sandblast or bead blast the entire unit. So, a complete strip down. Uh, a complete uh, blast and got all of the paint off, and it's important to get all the paint off uh, from all the nooks and crannies so as you can find out if there's been corrosion in it. Now, one thing that I found out, which was uh, even an eye an eye opener to me, and I did it for a magazine, for Club Marine, uh, an article for Club Marine a while back on uh, on corrosion, was that um, we often uh, we all call the corrosion in aluminium electrolysis. And you know what? For all these years, we've been wrong. Electrolysis, by, by definition, is actually the process by which aluminium is made, believe it or not. So with al- with aluminium boats and with aluminium, we're actually talking where it gets pitted and dropped and starts eating it away like Swiss cheese. That is actually corrosion. And there's a number of different corrosions. It uh, can be caused by electronic forces. It can be uh, caused by chemical forces. Um, and it can be some of the worst things you can do to aluminium. Uh, you know, leaving lead sinkers in the uh, in the keel, or believe it or not, even just leaving a wet uh, like newspaper, wet newspaper on bare aluminium can be one of the worst things you can do for aluminium because it's the 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 salt is a corrosive. It's chemical, and that actually starts that electric process. So. There's uh, there's a lot to learn with aluminium. There's no doubt about that. Bear, yeah, I've got a, but, uh, a
2: question here. While you're on the corrosion topic, Pat and I both obviously have Staby crafts. Pat the fifteen fifty, and mine yeah. one's a little bit bigger. Uh, yep. We, we both suffer from corrosion uh, on the the bare aluminium itself. So we we we've, it's just and a, these are new boats. These are new boats, and it's just something that has happened with them, and they all have it. Yep. Uh, mine, I think with myself is mine's actually happening why I'm out on the water and now I'm not your average punter so the boat doesn't get a rest so it might be out from 6am till it um, could be 5, 6pm well lately it has been on these tuna that's for sure and the, I'm finding that the, it's drying while I'm out there sitting around waiting for a gummy or a flatty or a snap or a tuna whatever whatever it is if I had my time again and I'm going to ask you this because you're obviously going to have to think about this soon do you strongly recommend powder coating those areas that are exposed, more, exposed and that have the corrosion that I have now?
0: No, powder coating is a different process again, mate. Um, So definitely not. I wouldn't be thinking about that whatsoever. I'd be looking at a number of different things. Number one is uh, you need to have a look at the way the boat has been fitted up. And that includes all the electronics. Because the worst thing you can do for an aluminium boat is be seeing corrosion in a fairly new aluminium boat. To me, it says that there's actually some electric charge running through it. Uh, So you need to have a look at the fit-up. Now, when you fit up an aluminium boat, you've got to be careful with the metals that that react with each other. So galvanised fittings, um, any electronic wiring that might be shorting out into the hull, even the electronic blocks themselves need to be mounted. Wherever you drill a hole and put a stainless steel bolt through it, um, it needs to be uh, coated with a special... uh, Those bolts need to be coated so you're not getting a reaction between yeah, the uh, aluminium and the uh, the fasteners and that even goes right down to things like aluminium pop rivets and I don't know whether you realise that there's a couple of different types of uh, pop rivets and a lot of pop rivets that people use nowadays have actually got a steel core in them and even so when you pull your pop rivet you're left with that steel core in the middle of aluminium and that alone can create a, uh, a chemical uh, corrosion type effect that can spread throughout the boat. So you've right. got to be very careful when you fit up an aluminium boat not only with your nuts and bolts and fittings and screws and all the rest of it but you've got to be so careful to isolate any wiring well, I In had, the old days all the, sorry, I
2: was going just about to say I had all that checked uh, the boys who pulled their tool down from uh, uh and did the run over with checking the electric running electrics running through the boat and there was none of that so it could it's just you could be it could be anything you reckon.
0: Yeah, look, and and, uh, washing it down, Aaron, how much do you wash your boat? I'm religious (laughs) now. I've got the car wash. I've
2: got two car washes either side of my house. I've got no choice coming in. That's my main thing.
0: (laughs) All right. Be sure that uh, I know particularly with uh, the boats that we've got, Sometimes uh, uh, sinkers, lead sinkers, waste can get right down into the back of that pot as well. Yep. Uh, into into areas that you don't see. So regularly pull that apart. In, in, uh, open up all those inspection ports. Yep. Particularly around there, that uh, they've got the game chaser transom on the back of the safety craft. Yep. There's a uh, inspection port there. Pull that open regularly. Make sure that there's nothing uh, building up into those areas. And it doesn't matter what brand of boat it is. Um, there's nooks and crannies that you know sinkers and uh, and particularly anything even even seaweed can remain wet and soaked in salt water for long periods of time and that will start that corrosion aspect
2: well we so, can talk about this just, all day bear but let's get back to the stabby i want to go back to it is let's yep. take us through just your plan of attack with it you have obviously got a fairly big wish list as most people would have seen on the internet take us through what the plan is from top to bottom
0: well, this is, we started with a boat that was some 20 odd years old and pretty ugly. Uh, the, uh, the windscreen was just a horrible piece of bent, uh, perspex in my opinion. Um, and it's the sort of boat that really lent itself to manufacturing, taking off the old perspex window, windscreen and putting a, uh, a proper wave breaker, an aluminium manufactured wave breaker across the front of it. And just that alone has changed the character of that boat just so much. Uh, it's also given us a good solid sort of uh, area to start mounting um, depth sounders and all the rest of it because it's actually got some protection in behind that where before with just the specs, it didn't. We have to deck, uh, dashboard mount yep. uh, our Garmin uh, unit and I've actually got the Garmin unit here and we've got, this is believe it or not, the first of the Garmin units that have integrated both the um, uh, Navionics and the Garmin chart.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah so the active
0: is, captain. Yeah, so this has uh, got the whole lot in it, so you'll hear a lot more from us about when we start using the unit. Uh, Garmin have looked after us with a lot of our uh, project boats, and I thank them for that. I've always had a good run with those guys. Uh, yeah. But this one, I'm looking forward to the... Uh, the Obviously, that active captain's got to be a big boost for navigation. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, well, i use it um,
2: religiously. It's a fantastic app the Garmin. It
0: is, and... Absolutely. So look, we've uh, we've stripped it right back. Things like the seats, the seats were just useless, absolutely useless. Uh, the seat units themselves that were just these little welded brackets coming out of the side of the boat, we've actually turned into sto- uh, pivoting storage tubs so you can put your nooks and crannies in there and keep them dry. Uh, we've actually formed that instead of having a couple of old plastic fuel tanks, Floating around the floor of the boat. But I mean, floating around the floor of the boat. <laughs> uh, we've actually now manufactured a uh, proper aluminium uh, fuel tank for up the back. That's set up on uh, proper brackets so it can drain through. And of course, the Stadia craft is also in a 490. It's one of the few boats that you can actually get a self draining deck into it. So we've had to make sure that everything we've done has still allowed that drainage through to those rear scuppers as well. Uh, so, yeah, complete sandblast. Uh, the boys from um, from Odd Plate Boats have done all the work there. It's been completely sandblasted, it's been completely primed, or etch primed, and then final coated as well. And of course, again, that's something that you've got to be very careful with with aluminium. If you use the wrong paints and the wrong climbers and the wrong fillers on aluminium, they alone can uh, can cause lots of uh, corrosion problems as well. I remember going back. Gee, 15 years ago, there was a series of boats coming out of Western Australia. There was actually a couple of different brands and the one contractor was actually doing all the carpet work, for, for instance, in those aluminium boats. And that uh, that carpet contractor was using the wrong contact adhesive. It was actually a, uh, a corrosive contact adhesive. And that alone was causing a lot of corrosion in the boats. Um, some of the guys who fit out boats don't realise that silicons have neutral cure and corrosive cure, two different types of silicon. So you put uh, the uh, the acidic cure type um, silicon into your fit out and you're going to get corrosion. It's a yep. <laughs> Again, we've had to go right through any of the points that did have corrosion on them after, you know, it's had a long history and a long period of time. It's done a lot of fishing in this boat. Uh, so there was corrosion in places. So the boys at obviously went through and actually spot welded and filled and grinded. And uh, and brought the brought the whole back to new. Uh, thankfully, there wasn't that much, but there was certainly some um, some surface corrosion getting into it. There was nothing structural, thank God for that.
1: What uh, about, so, what, fact, a, what about yeah. a uh, a new motor? Is, is the budget going to allow that? Reading through, that's
0: actually ah, ah, well, depends on it. Depends on who's listening here, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the moment; it's got a a good sixty horsepower Yamaha sitting on the back of it. Um, and we've been quite satisfied with that motor and the power of it. It's not a huge boat. Uh, it could go up to perhaps a 75 or 80 on the back without a problem whatsoever. Uh, thankfully the Saving Crafts has got good beam and good flotation, so we could get a slightly heavier motor onto it if we wanted to. Uh, at this stage, uh, nobody's come to the fore as far as a promotional motor for it. Um, we're still in negotiation with a few people on that, but at this stage we're quite happy. It's a relatively light model. Uh, 60 horsepower Yamaha sitting on the back, and uh, we'll stay with that if nobody else comes to the uh, to the ballpark with us. If you know what I mean. Um, but there's a lot of people who have jumped in. We've got you know Axis have given us marine audio. We've got uh, Barker covers are doing all our new covers. We're going to get new covers, new Biminis, all sorts of things. We've redone the uh, the rocket launcher. Icy Tech, our old mate Johnny Fay up in the Queensland. I don't know if you guys use our Icy Tech ice boxes, but they're just terrific. Um, Narva have come to the party. Boat catchers come to us, and at the moment it's actually up at Nortech Marine getting a complete rewire and refit. And obviously, as I said, the uh, the rewiring of these sort of boats is is of ultimate importance. And uh, so they're going to be doing a good job of rewiring. I just stripped. I kind of was in there with the wire cutters and stripped every wire out of that boat there was. So completely starting from scratch. Our old mate Melky at Lone Star has given us a GX1 winch to put on it as well. It's getting uh, U-deck flooring. And uh, our old mates at Formasign are going to be doing some wraps and some flooring and some offsets and all the rest of it to really spruce this boat up and make it look the part. So there's a lot of things going on there, um, a lot of remanufacturing, a lot of refit. Um, instead of putting just plastic rod holders back into it, we're putting stainless rod holders back into it, redoing the... Uh, the bait board, so it is a complete refit from the ground up, but to do it with an aluminium boat, we're setting trends again.
1: Uh, We're looking forward to following the journey on Spool Magazine, which you can download in the App Store. Uh, Bet, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Adventures and talking us through all things boating refurbishment and working with aluminium boats. Thanks, Bet. Thanks, guys. That was All Aboard for Dometic. Dometic, mobile living made easy.